Welcome to the realm of heroes and monsters. Story time with your host, A.P. Fuchs. Stories of intrigue, stories of horror, stories of superheroics, stories of monsters. Get ready, the thrill ride begins. And welcome back to a new episode of the realm of heroes and monsters story time with your host, me. AP Fuchs. So I was thinking, you know, what should I talk about this show? What should we explore? And I thought, here, I got something that we could talk about both the monster side of stuff and the creative side of stuff. And those two items, will we'll mesh, we'll mesh them together, though. The one will lead into the other. So I was thinking about, you know, like, remember in the other episode, I mentioned how um, the Blair Witch Project is, like, the most terrifying horror movie I've ever seen, ever. Especially that last scene, that last moment. And that's the one that really, like, punches you in the gut. And I thought to myself, why, like, like, why does that moment impact you so much? And it was the image. That's the key. That was, that was it. The image. So then I thought, okay, what other movies or whatnot you know in the horror realm that um that do that that have the image like an imagery thing and i recognized that my second most scary horror movie for me is the ring i saw it in the theater i saw it at home um <laughs> it's one of those movies where like i want to watch it and then after i watch it i'm like why did you watch it so <laughs> Anyway, but it's the imagery, and throughout that entire movie, like, what's great about it is they have sort of two forms of imagery, and I'm broad-stroking here, but this is like this. They had their general, you know, the horror images, right, the scary stuff, um, you know, the, you know, the girl with the with the hair hanging over her face, and the, her hair is down to her knees, and she's just really creepy, right? And, um, <clears throat> you know, they had the black and white and all sorts of things going on, never mind the storyline itself. So, like that part of the imagery the broad stroking horror imagery the stuff that we see in horror movies that you know spook us out or make us a bit make it a bit creepy um that's all standard stuff we get that but what the ring did really really well was these random images that you know it's, it's they're bizarre like out of the context of the movie they're just they're so random but yet in the context of the movie it works well like for example um like if you've seen the movie like there's these random shots of like black and white and there's like that ladder that really tall wooden ladder leaning against the wall you know and the way it's shot the angle and the music it's it's so obscure it's disturbing you know there's the other scene with with the really close-up of the fly cl cl uh, just climbing over things this little fly and the detail that you can see on it and again, in the context of the movie, this imagery, like, just kind of, it just haunts you, you know? I mean, <clears throat> I mean, even the girl herself, I mean, there's, there's a few moments where, like, like the famous TV scene, you know, where she's crawling out of the well. Um, I mean, just the way that shot and, like, the pause, you know, when she's coming out. And especially when she comes out of the TV, like, that pause. And it in these images, these black and white, and I'm partial to black and white, so, like, these images just stick in your head and therefore as a result you know as these images are peppered throughout the movie 
um, they inform your mind space, your heart space, your emotional space as a movie progresses as you go forward. You know, so you start off with one image and you're, you're kind of spooked. And then you see a second image, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes later and a third image, you know, say a half hour later or something. But the point is that these images, right? And that's the key is the images. And the same thing is something that I think, and this, I'm totally at fault for this myself, but when it comes to like art and art forms, yeah, images, images, right? And like, uh, when it comes to like writing books and stuff, yeah, like how often, you know, is there a scene or a sentence or just a paragraph where an image is portrayed? I mean, we've all read, you know, different books, different comics, and there are those moments, those scenes, those lines, those descriptions that um, stick in our heads and inform our view of the rest of the material, you know, or even the world of uh, sculptures. I mean, some sculptures are just nice, they're nice to look at, and other ones, they actually evoke something within, you know. And like in comics, same thing. There's those panels here and there with a little bit of dialogue that, and just the way it's presented, just gets burned in your brain, you know. And I love it. And I think as an artist, you know, and, and by artist I'm referring to a crafter of all mediums. So that could be writing, that could be drawing, whatever, woodworking. Pick your pick your craft. So as, as an artist, yeah, like we need to kind of look at that idea of of images and. And I mean, it's so cliche to say, I mean, that's the thing with the art world, right? There's so many cliche sayings, you know, like a picture's worth a thousand words, et cetera, et cetera. And we say it so casually, but at the same time, you know, have you stopped to thought, think about it? You know, image, 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 image. And, and that's why when every so often, you know, we come across this piece that, that gets to us. And that's what the ring did for me. Um, it had those spot images throughout the flick that just totally overwhelmed and informed the rest of the flick for me. And I really appreciate that. And so whoever wrote the movie, I can't remember the guy's name. I know it's based off the, you know, the original Asian film. Um, but I would, yeah, going forward, I'm, I'm gonna try my best to, um, without obstructing the narrative, of course, because you don't wanna make it jarring but have you know a moment or a scene or a line or something that creates an image that the reader or the viewer could then take and apply to their lives in whatever aspect you know whether it's a spooky aspect or you know maybe it's a helpful aspect you never know you never know how things affect people you know we all view the world differently right and different things uh, do different things for us so um, yeah, that's my whole thing with this uh, with this little talk is just uh, the, the image, the idea of the image. And the ring uh, certainly covers that aspect. It covers the monster part of things, but then, yeah, the image part of things. So if you have not yet seen the ring, I highly recommend that you do. It's a great movie. Um, it's certainly one that you probably don't want to watch alone in the dark. But at the same time, you know, if you have a, a friend or a partner or whatever, and you know, watch it with them and that way when the scary things happen, you got someone to jump onto. But other than that, um, yeah, get in, get in on the ring and uh, and you'll see the power of the image. And again, as an artist, you know, image is everything. And I'm not talking about persona and public image, I'm talking about creating an image. 
So yeah, let's get let's go cool with that. Anyway, let's head into story time. It's time to stop rambling and let's get into the show right here, right now. Story time. Three, two, and go. Episode 21, Descent. It wouldn't take much. A bottle of Advil and three quarters of a liter of bourbon and Jack could be done. He didn't know if he was going crazy. He just knew he'd made a fair mess of things and there wasn't a piece of him left inside to stand. He looked at the bottle of painkillers, looked at the bottle of bourbon, looked at the Swiss Army knife beside him. Just cut the wrists and be done with it, he thought. It's faster. No job, no more family. He had friends on the periphery who'd had no concept of what it was like to break to the point of no repair. He was alone. Always alone. Heart aching, he reached for the bourbon and took a long, hard swig. You were supposed to sip it. Not tonight. Not here in the shadows of this dingy apartment. Hell, even the streetlights outside had gone out. It was just him. And the dark. And the despair. Jack picked up the knife and gently ran the open blade vertically down his wrists. Don't be a pussy. At least make a scratch. He dug the knife in deeper, this time drawing blood, but not hard enough to cut through anything vital. The knife dropped from his trembling hands and hit the carpet by his feet. The Advil. He picked up the bottle and popped off the lid. Just suck him back a handful at a time, he thought. Jack took another shot of bourbon. Then another. And another. He threw a half dozen pills into his mouth and washed them down with a burning mouthful of booze. Don't go partway. Do all of it. His heart raced. The grim reaper looked him in the eye. Who is going to flinch first? The thing's shadowy form stared him down. You or me, the reaper said. The reaper was right. Jack could control this. He could decide when his time was up. Or the reaper could. Either way, he knew he was going to die tonight. It just had to be on his terms. His terms. At least this once. At least this one time he could have control. No more bowing to others. No more giving in to the pressure of what you should or should not do. Jack put another handful of painkillers in his mouth and let them sit on his tongue. It was him or the reaper. He eyed the hooded figure and swallowed.
As always, thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate it. Yes, we're in season one, so we're still kind of trying to find our footing, find our, our ground. Uh, but, you know, we're doing pretty good now. Um, oh, you know, a couple, what, 20, 21 episodes in, somewhere in there. Uh, so, yeah, like we're, 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 we're learning some stuff. And, um, you know, I need your help. I can't just do this myself. I need your help. And the way you can help me is simply by sharing the show, subscribing to the show, uh, telling others, you know, if you want to hear a story, tune into the Realm of Heroes and Monsters story time on Sundays. And, you know, just help uh, just the show grow. You know, we're all in this together. I'm here to entertain you, and I'm hoping, hoping uh, you could take that entertainment to other people. So, again, thank you so much for your support. It's great. And I love you guys, and I'm excited that we're approximately two-thirds of the way through season one. And uh, we're going to finish off the third, uh, the final third, that is. And, and then we're going to rock on into season two with a slightly new format. But uh, in story time, of course, so we'll always continue. So we'll see you next episode. Be sure to subscribe. Take care.